See, a lot of people have an idea or a dream and they give up on it. No, no, don't do that. Work your dream until it gets hot. See, most things don't happen as soon as we think they should happen. Any number of things can happen to interrupt your flow. It's okay. Don't take it personal. Just acknowledge what's going on. It's called life and keep on working on your dream. Continue to keep on knocking, keep on knocking because this is your life. This is what you love. This is your passion. Step back. Don't judge it. If you judge it, judge not yet unless you be judged. Why? Because when you judge it, you invest emotion in it and that emotion could be anger. And guess what? That hurts you. That doesn't hurt anybody else. One doctor said, the man who angers me killeth me. Many allowed someone to egg him into an argument on the floor of the National Medical Convention and suffered a massive heart attack. When you're in a state of anger, you have so much acid in your blood, if they withdrew some blood from you and inserted it into a pig, it would die from the acid. So what do you want to take yourself out early for by internalizing things? Shakespeare said, nothing is neither good nor bad, but thinking makes it so. So judge not according to appearances, but right judgment and feel that everything is going to work out for you because you're patient, you're persistent, and you're going to be positive no matter what. Don't allow other things or people or circumstances to determine what your reaction is going to be. So don't allow people to determine how you are going to respond to them or circumstances. Learn to look at it. Look at your life right now. If you want to keep on getting what you're getting, keep on doing what you're doing. You've got to be willing to change your ways. Your life is working. If you don't like what you have produced, you're a director, you are the star, you wrote this script. You produce this, whatever it is. If it's a hit, you produced it. If it's a flop, you produced it. Take ownership of it and decide to go back to the drawing board and rewrite the script that you are the star of. You have the power to do that. On this day, you can declare that I'm going to change. As you look back on your life, you can decide that I don't like what I produced here and I want higher ground. I want to begin to experience more love. I want to have more adventure in my life. I want something that gives my life a sense of meaning. So we said, let's take an approach. This gives me my life. This Now this might be insane. But I felt so good, I believe, ladies and gentlemen, if we can accept the possibility of that this is the decade of consciousness. That's what I believe that this is. The decade of consciousness, if you please. A time where we can begin to create in folks' minds the idea, the possibility that we can create a more humane society, the possibility that we can create more love, communication, and understanding in relationships, the possibility that we can create a drug-free America, the possibility that we can create the kind of respect for diversity and difference in our multicultural society, the possibility that we can begin to develop the mindset to bring out the best in people, to encourage them to achieve their greatness and support them in their dreams, that if we can, in this decade of consciousness, to begin to see and envision that happening and that we all can play a role, that we were born for such a time as this, that we showed up for this, that we survived one out of nine million sperms and we've been chosen for this great work. What an exciting time to be alive. Here's something else to recognize. Wherever you are on the ladder of life, 
But when you decide something is a must for you, an absolute must, when you cut off any possible, you just say, I'm gonna find the way or I'm gonna make the way. Human beings, when they resolve things, when they make a real resolution inside themselves, which is they raise the standard and they make it a must, they find the way. Think about it in your own life. Haven't you had some area of your life where you raise your standard and your life has never been the same? Maybe at one time in your life you smoked cigarettes or you did something and you did it for years and you kept trying to change it, trying to change it and kept telling yourself, I should. And then one day something happened. Something just clicked you over. Something took you over that kind of tipping point. And inside yourself, you said, no more. And it was a very, very different experience, wasn't it? Something inside of you shifted and what was a should became a must and you've never gone back. Things, getting things is not gonna make you happy. That's good news in a tough economy. It's a good reminder. You know, it doesn't matter what you get. It doesn't matter whether it be money or opportunity. All those things might excite you for the moment. You know, even a relationship, as magnificent it may be, might be exciting for a while. But if you don't keep growing, that relationship isn't going to stay exciting. So the secret to real happiness is progress. Progress equals happiness. And if we can make progress on a regular basis, we feel alive. And that's why at the beginning of the year, we get this thing like, okay, I can have this fresh start. I can really do what my soul desires. I can expand. I can grow. I can improve. I can change. Or maybe better than change, I could progress. See, think about that. Progress is an aliveness to it, doesn't it? You don't have to work at changing. People say all the time, now, well, I'm, I'm working on changing. Don't worry about it. You don't have to work on changing. Change is automatic. Your body's going to change whether you want it or not as the years go by. And no matter how hard you work, there's going to be some changes going on there. The economy is going to change no matter what you want it to do. The weather is going to change. Relationships are going to change. Everything in life is always changing. We don't have to work on change. Change is automatic, but progress is not. I believe everything has a vibration. And so everything has an energy, right? And so that I have, without getting too complicated, I have to quiet myself because when I get quiet, I vibrate at a higher frequency. And so that I can tap into, see the same thought, the same energy that made this ocean, that made the world, that made you and I, I have access to that limitless, absolutely perfect thinking in mind. And so the only way that I get that is by getting out of my own way, getting out of my own space, getting out of my own junk. And so I access it for me by getting quiet. The key to my life is that in the morning, and I do it in the morning, it's nice now that I can do it with the ocean here, I also live on a lake, is I just, it doesn't take a long time, I just take 20 minutes and I access it and I get quiet. And the only way I can access it is to get out of my head. And so I quiet and empty my mind and I access the universe, that's what I do. You matter. There's a reason, I wanna make sure you understand the reason. The reason why you matter is because you'll never have, you'll never be, you'll never do. You are powerful beyond measure. Your daddy wasn't in your life, your mother wasn't in your life. I don't know, you didn't have a mentor. I don't know, but you, you may have never heard someone look you in your eye look you in your soul and tell you that you not only matter, you're powerful. I want you to take your life to a whole new level. I want you not only to understand you matter, I want you to go in that mirror and say, I'm, I matter. You can't activate life. You can't begin to experience life in the way you want to experience. You can't have it. You can't be it. You can't do it until you activate it. It's all in there, all your gifts, all your talents, all your everything you need to do to be what you've been called to do, what you've been birthed to do. You can't do until you activate, until you recognize you matter. You're powerful beyond measure. Your greatest hater is you.
Your greatest hater is you. Your greatest fear is you. And I would just encourage you to give you a shot. Like you, you ain't never really gave you a shot. You know, like you've never given you a full year. You've never given you 365 days. You've never given you 120%. And, and I would just say to you, love you enough. You're beautiful. You're unique. You're wonderfully made. You know, stop looking for other people to validate you. Your your essence, your your existence is validation enough. You're here, you're alive. Success is all in your DNA. And I would challenge you to live up to it. It is so much easier to run. It is so much easier to give up. It is so much easier to quit, give in. I dare you to believe in yourself. I dare you. I dare you to be courageous enough to deal with the real you and let the world see that unique, that gifted, that special person. You have to understand how much you matter, not just to you, how much you matter to others, right? And you, you operate in your gift. Not only do you liberate yourself, but you liberate others. There is another level. The only reason you keep seeing there isn't is you feel so exhausted about where you are. But life, the universe, or God is just testing you because there is another level. If this is good, giant jump to excellence, giant start good, poor to good to excellence. There's a level where all your dreams are realized. There's a level that you've always dreamed about. It is real. It has not gone away. But it takes that extra burst when you think there's nothing left. There's no way. You've tried everything 10 million times and you keep going. It's almost like God is saying, if you keep hitting this wall enough times, I will see that you will not stop, that you are filled with that level of determination and faith and courage. And then the door opens and you get to that next level. But what most people don't know is the next level is just two millimeters above. And it's called outstanding ladies and gentlemen outstanding what's it called what's it called what's it called outstanding magnificent unstoppable extraordinary not excellent it's a different level it's a level where you are not one of the best you are the best and you know what's amazing you only have to be two million years more than everybody else and you get everything. You get the joy, the laughter, the fun, the family, the passion, the economics, the freedom, the spirit. It's all there. What Jerry Maguire called the Quan, maybe. All of it. And it's just two million years above and most excellent people give up because they're exhausted. And there's some people who go, the harder I hit it, the more I hit it, sooner or later it's going down. I'm not stopping. And when you do that enough, it pops open. I would like to know when you're in that moment failing mm -hmm. and you have to keep going, what do you say to yourself? What if? A lot of times I'll be in a 200 mile run or something like that and I'm all jacked up. Body's broken, mind's broken, spirit's broken. I start to say, what if I can pull this off? When I first walked into the Navy SEAL recruiter's office, he looked at me and said, there's only been 35 African-Americans in 70 years make it through. You know what I said to myself? What if I can be the 36th? It's the what if I can pull off a miracle? What if I can become someone that no one thinks I can be? And just, that, just me talking about that, I have the hair going up on my arms because it makes me just like, what if? I can be that guy that people who call nigger and this and that, and now 
I'm speaking at Tom Ferry's event. It's hard changing your life. It was hard when just over three years ago in the Penobscot building in Detroit, Michigan, where I was operating my business and I fell on some hard times and I was sleeping in my office. It was hard coming into the lobby and the security said, excuse me, Mr. Brown, can we see you for a moment? And I said, yes. And I walked up to the counter and he gave me an envelope. And he said, would you mind reading it here? And I opened the envelope and the envelope was from management that said, this is an office tower. It's not a hotel. Please do not sleep in your office. And I said, excuse me, sir. I said, I just work long hours in creating my business. I'm an entrepreneur. And right now things are bad for me, but they're not going to be this way always. And I just asked for the opportunity to continue to operate like I'm doing. I'm not trying to make this my home. And it was hard coming through the lobby. And sometimes they would laugh. There's a guy talking about becoming successful. And look at it. He's bathing in the bathroom upstairs on the 21st floor. He sleeps on the floor. Him and two other dreamers up there. Look at him. It was hard, ladies and gentlemen, coming to speak to people. And I was facing financial difficulties in my own life. I was behind on my bills and my dreams. And I'm saying to them, you can live your dream. It was hard, ladies and gentlemen. It was very difficult to pick myself up each day believing that I could do it. There were times that I doubted myself. I said, God, why, why is this happening to me? I'm just trying to take care of my children and my mother. I'm not trying to steal or rob from anybody. Why did this have to happen to me? It was very hard. And here's what I want to say to you. For those of you that have experienced some hardships, don't give up on your dream. No one could have convinced me by holding on, by continuing to push forward, by continuing to run toward my dream, that one day I would have my own talk show. It's a long shot, ladies and gentlemen, from Liberty City, an abandoned building on a floor, never knowing my mother or father. It's a long shot being here with you today in this dome in Atlanta. It's a long shot. No college training, labeled, educable, mentally retarded. But I kept running toward my dream. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family, Big Up. As always, thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation with the foundation being self-discipline. I am your respectful host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. Your boy got some stories to tell. You know the model here. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. The uh, quote that we're living by, we're working by for this decade, for this year. 
You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. I'm going to say that again because I'm feeling so good. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have by Marley. You already know how we do it here. One question and two thought provoking statements. First question. What do you really want? What do you really want? First thought provoking statement. Shoulds versus your must. I love that by Tony Robinson. That was by Tony. Shoulds versus your must. And the second thought provoking statement is back to the drawing board. Again, that was inspired by Les Brown. Today's episode is entitled Outlasting the Distractions of Life on Your Journey Towards Your Dream. Oh, I love that. Outlasting the Distractions of Life on Your Journey Towards Your Dream. I hope you're as excited as I am today, family, to jump into today, to today's episode. <sighs> Let's get to work. You know, family, when I was listening to the uh the clip something interesting happened and 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 if you don't mind if i just take a quick moment to share this with you see the title alone speaks for itself a lot of times family uh a lot of distractions happen within our life and i don't mean distractions of where you're you know you're scrolling through instagram or you're scrolling through facebook or you are uh doing something outside of what you said you were going to do. I'm not talking about those distractions, family. We all know about those distractions. I'm talking about the distractions of life on your way of achieving what you said you wanted out of life, achieving that thing or answering that question of what do you really want? You see, I was, as I was, uh, I had to let that, you know, letting the audio play. I'm letting the audio play and I got excited, family. And at near the end. And so as soon as I was about to bring in the, the instrumental that you guys always hear at the beginning of the show, I accidentally hit the record button off. Now, what that means is, is basically it was already recording. And once I hit the record button again, it just stopped recording. So what that means is, well, I got to do it all over again. I have to let the audio play all over again and I have to, to prep myself all over again. And I had to ask myself, do I want to, well, it really wasn't even a question to be honest with you, but in my mind, I'm thinking I'm laughing to myself because I'm like, this is really what happens in life. There's things that accidentally happen or choices we make or people we trust in and it goes left and then you're distracted because you're distracted by the experience that you had instead of looking at it from a reality standpoint one thing I love with 50 said and I'm quoting 50 with law of power again he said reality is my drug he wasn't saying that not to dream. He wasn't saying not to have a vision. He wasn't saying not to plan. But what he was saying was, is, is that sometimes in life that we, we, we put our, our could be approach on things. You know what could be approach here. Let me unpack that for you. When I say it could be like, oh, this could be amazing. 
this could be like, this is it. Like, this is, I, I know, like, you know, this is going to be the thing. You know, when I first started off in, in doing podcasts, I was like, yeah, this is, this is it. I'm going to talk about sales, marketing. I'm going to talk about all these different things. But what kept coming back or what kept coming so frequently was personal development. And I had to have that reality and say, ED, that's what you really love. Yeah, you love sales and marketing. I know you love it, but what got you started? What got you going to even want to start looking at marketing, start looking at sales? And I was like, man, I have to be honest. It was through reading different materials. It was listening to different podcasts and listening to different things through YouTube that got me excited about wanting more out of life. A lot of times, family, we we get in our own way because of the fact of we are fearful of the success or we are concerned about what other people are going to say about us on our journey. That is a distraction, family, because we allow what we don't even know is going to happen. You may be surprised that this thing, this little small adventure that you're working on turns into something bigger than what it was what it was originally intended to to be. And once you start releasing those fears and just stop caring, and this takes practice and this takes time. I'm, I'm, I'm still in practice. I am still, you know, working through it because a lot of times family, when you look at the big picture of things, you're like, is this what I really want? Is this what I really want to do? A lot of times we don't know what we really want and that's fine. Don't beat yourself up about it. And that's why you experiment with life. But when you find that thing that gets you excited, that you want to be more of or learn more of, then you really need to go ahead and go all in. Uh, this past weekend, I was listening to uh, Lewis Howe. Shout out to Lewis Howe. Um, he had this podcast and I I can't believe that the guy slipped my mind, but it's this book, new book out called Skip the Line. So I got the audio piece of it because I wanted to, to, to check it out and see kind of what it's about. But the interview with the guy who uh, I think is his name Kutcher or something. Not, oh man, I can't remember. That. I, I apologize, family. But when I think when I when I get the information, I'll bring it to, for tomorrow's uh, show to make sure that everyone has it. But what got me was family was the fact of that one thing he was talking about is pushing forward regardless. There's a lot of things he talked about, but one of the things that first got me to say, who is this guy where he talked about just basically, you know, to keep going, to keep pushing, to to keep moving forward. Um, once I read the book, uh, well, the audio piece, I'll probably end up getting the book, too. I'll, I'll come back and bring more of that to the show because I want to my thing here, I want to make sure that any books I'm reading or anything I heard about, I want to share it with the family for them to check it out. And hopefully you guys uh, text me and, and let me know your perspective because a lot of times uh, we don't have, uh, we, we have to read, you have to read a lot of different information or basically, and when you read it, being able to apply it to your life to see kind of if it's, if it's a fit or not, uh, that also helps you identify too what Tony was talking about with your shoulds and must. When I heard this, when when I first heard the shoulds and must, 
I was like that. It, it was one of the pieces that helped um, mold how I looked at life, how I attack life, because a lot of times we we put ourselves in a position of saying we we want to achieve a, a particular goal or a dream and it's not mesh it, it, it hasn't become a must yet it's become a well you know this 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 should work out for us this should be something we, I'm interested in but when it comes a must it's like you, you know what uh, like 50 said there is no plan b this this has to work if, if this doesn't work then we're not going to eat and when you get to that mentality of of keep going of keep pushing and identifying what sacrifices are required along the journey and you won't know until you experiment you won't know until you go through the I say the different stages of chasing after what you want to chase because it's, it, it, it is so true. It's easier to not commit than it is to commit because when you're not committed, you have the opportunity to walk away from it. When you're not committed, you have the opportunity to not pour into it more. When you're not committed to the situation, you have the ability to say, well, you know what? That's not for me. Yet you never even tried, yet you never even made an attempt, yet you never even poured into it. Because a lot of times what will happen, and you know what, family, one more thing, I'm catching myself too. I keep saying a lot of times, but what reason why I want to make sure you guys understand the importance of this. But what what will happen in, in, in life's journey is it will push you either to make a decision to keep going or push you into a decision to not to keep going. And what I mean by that is when it pushes you in a decision not to be, to keep going, you have to sit back and analyze that is, is this a match? Is this something that I really truly want to do? Is this something I'm really ready for to make a commitment and go through day in and day out and waiting for the results to happen, waiting for the opportunities to happen so I can really live my life on my terms and whatever your terms are. Your terms may be that you want to be able to take care of your family. Your terms may be able to say that, you know, I don't want to work for anybody any, any, anymore. Your terms may be that you want to build something. I don't know what your terms are. You do. But because you know what your terms are, you have to, to really sit down and analyze that and make sure it aligns with, with your, what you're going after. And a lot of times, family, you may find yourself going back to the drawing board, as as Les Brown said, and going back to the drawing board is nothing wrong with it because it allows you, number one, to pick yourself up. I'll say that again. A lot of times it allows you to pick yourself up and being able to pick yourself up, you're able to activate something inside of you that will allow you to keep that no matter what attitude to keep that let me stay focused attitude to keep that okay I know I haven't seen a result today but tomorrow I'm gonna go after again and the next day and the next day and the next day I you know I, I have shared this with you guys before family I really wasn't when I look back at it I really wasn't that talented at basketball but I was extremely talented in bowling and I don't know why I, I couldn't, I was trying to figure that out um, when it came to my mind. But the difference was 
I remember when Kobe had talked about, he said, when you find that thing that when you're in motion or you're actually doing it, you feel it's like a, a eureka moment. And only times when I felt that really truly is when I'm speaking or when I was bowling. And when, but, in, and I, only, I played basketball. I mean, I enjoy the game. I, I mean, don't get it twisted. However, I think because I, what I really wasn't willing to dedicate my time to it or dedicate what was required to be better than I was versus anything else that I achieved. But also, too, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you'll say to yourself, if I would have known, what I know now, I, w- I would probably dedicate, I would have been so committed to the game that they probably, uh, <laughs> I probably would have went to the league. And, I, and I'm not saying that to be uh, arrogant, but I'm saying what I know now, I would have really uh, took the time to invest in myself. But I believe that dream was impossible. I'm a, I'm a kid from a small city. I was like, nah, you know, I'm just going to follow the route of college and nowadays in the times that we're in we think that well let me go get a college degree and you're talking to somebody that got three well let me see yeah three college degrees and and, and if I was in these days and times before I got those degrees I would have never went to, to college and there's no knock against college it's just the fact that it didn't teach me the skill set what it did teach me is number one of being able to network and number two being able to uh, write a paper and, you know, construct my thoughts in a way to uh, argue my points. However, other than that, everything else was really self-taught through life's experience, through, you know, um, reading, reading certain books, listening to uh, certain audios. And just, I mean, let's just keep it, let's just keep it a bean. It was really just about life's experience. Do I think college is is good. I, I think college is good. I think it has a point for uh, certain professions. Or if you just say, you know what, I really don't, um, you know, I'm not thinking about creating a business or anything like that. Or I'm not, I, you know, it, it all depends. It's up. It's, it's really up to you. I don't want to. I don't want to bash colleges just like how people would, you know, bash colleges or having a job because I, I I've done both and I have both. So. I'm not going to bash it, but what I will say, I can truly speak to be clear, uh, knowing what I know now, if someone was to come to me and say, hey, you know, I'm thinking about going to college uh, or what he's, what, uh, let me rephrase that. If somebody came to me and said, hey, um, I have to make a decision. Do I need to, should I go to college or should I invest in creating a business? And I would be like, create a business. That I mean, and, and is and only reason why I would say that is because unless they had the now, if they had the financial means to pay for for college, then I may say, well, it depends on their financial background. But if they didn't have the means, like I didn't have the means, I I did just like a, you know a majority of people with the student loan game. You know, shout out to Sally May. But what I realized was is that. It's it, it doesn't really set you up for success because now you go into the workforce already starting with debt. And when you start with debt, it's like you are literally 
I don't want to say you're on a hamster wheel because that won't be fair, but you are climbing your way. You're, you're trying to figure your way out of that situation because a lot of people that go to college, they don't even use the, 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 the degree is really a entry point is, it's sort of like you being able to get through the door. I know you're thinking like ED, where are we going with this? Well, what I'm saying family is, is that you have to understand the risk of, of asking yourself, what if, like David Goggins was talking about, what if I said, you know what, there was this business I wanted to start, or there was this book I want to read. What if I really just said, you know what, for the next 30 days, I'm just going to focus on it. And it's not about the days family, because I was, I was also thinking about all these programs, like I even told you I was doing the 40 days, um, this 40 days thing with basically Monday through Friday right now. Um, and I was asking myself, I said, but then what happens after this? This is why diets don't work, family, because after after you after you lose the weight that you you dieted for, then what's next? So that's why I, I, I always work on creating lifestyles around things. So after I run me experiment, I'm like, okay, how do I seen this work? And I was seeing that work. Okay. How do I create that into a lifestyle? Well, you have to focus on lifestyle versus a, a, a quick and temporary fix because a quick and temporary fix is only going to be just exactly what it is. Quick and temporary versus having a lifestyle approach to life, especially when you're going after your dreams, because there's so many different distractions that will stop you from going after what you, you know, in your heart, you know, in your gut that you're supposed to be going after. And, and the only way to navigate these distractions, and I, and I, I know it sounds cliche and I know you probably heard this before, but you, it just having to get back up. And it's, and I'm like, I wish I could tell you it was easy. I wish I can tell you everybody can do this, but it's not. And you're going to have days when you, you're not going to want to get up. And those are the days is when you're, that's the, that's is really the true test of being able to get up and fight anyway. There's been many days I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to, I didn't want to get on. I mean, create, you know, create a show today or, I mean, or create a show, period. I was just like, man, this is not, you know, this ain't working. This ain't even worth my time. I could be focusing on, on something else. However, I know this is like my calling to be on a mic, to be able to be able to coach people, to be able to uh, experience what, experience the ultimate life of, being more than what I thought I can be because everyone has value, but to get to that significant value, I really think is a, a two pronged approach. And that's really believing and having the self-confidence to do what's required, even when no one is looking. And number two, it's being able to produce something that requires you to be present. All right, let me unpack that because I even thought that was so cool and fly. I said, man, let me see if the family get that. What I mean by that family is, is that you produce, you're producing something that somebody wants and is willing to pay a price for it due to the fact that it is some good information. It's some information that's going to assist them and, and change them. 
And that's why I always go back to that. One of the things that I told you that I said that really assisted in changing my life um, was that shoulds versus must. Because really, when I look at shoulds versus must, must, I look at shoulds is a, you're interested in a must is a commitment. And whenever you make a de- decision to be committed and say, I'm losing that weight, I'm creating a show, uh, I'm going to do a podcast or I'm going to go on YouTube or I'm going to be, you know, uh, a great mother or a great father or whatever that is, when you make your mind up and, and do that. And I say, make your mind up. You see, when you, when you get out the bed and, and let's say you don't make up your bed, I don't know about you. I, I think because of, I don't know. And, and the funny thing is, I don't even think my mom was in the military, but one of her biggest things was, uh, you have to make your bed up and I don't want any dishes in the, in the sink, uh, at night. But, and I, I couldn't get that, but what I, what she, what she was, but now I get it because what it was is it was this like what the, I heard somebody talk about it as far, as far as making your bed up that allows you to feel like you accomplished something. So when you accomplish something, uh, you're able to start adding on to that and, and, and just keep going. So when you, when you're thinking about should you keep going, you know, when you're being distracted and you're being pulled every which way and there's so many different things, like you know you want to work on this and you're, you're being distracted, you have to keep going. I'm telling you, family, it, I, I wish I could tell you that it would, you know, that you didn't have to. I wish I can tell you that you can take a break and, and, and just throw, you know, throw the dream away and just say, you know what, forget it. I'll just do what everyone else is doing. But if you're listening to me, I really, truly believe that you don't believe you should throw away your dream. I really, truly believe that, you know, you've been settling. And when you settle, it's, it's one of those things when you get to a point where enough's enough. When you get to a point and you say, you know what, I'm tired of, uh, of making people or I should say of taking that, like I, I stated earlier, that that could be approached. You're, you're thinking like, well, you know, it could work, but I don't know. That means you're not really having the confidence yet. And the only way to get that confidence is go through some training and go through go through training. Whatever your thing is that you're you're looking after that you want to do, you you have to you have to do this day in and day out. Why do you, as you guys know, I always tell you, why do you think I do five why five shows a day? I mean a week versus most people in this industry of where I'm what I'm at is may do one or two a week. I have to get better. Like I don't, I do not have a choice. I wish I could say, you know, I have a choice. I can do one show a week and be good. No, I have to figure this out. And the only way you can figure it out is going through it. And and, and when you, you already know the key word or the root word is through. And when you go through something, it allows you to learn and learn. You'll be able to learn so much faster than you, than you would any other way, because yeah, it's great to read a book. I'm, you, I'm an avid reader. It's great to listen to audio. I'm an avid listener. However, where it really counts and where it really works for you is when you go and execute. I understand there's a distraction um, going on in your life. You may be distracted by you, but however, you still have to, to go after your dream. There's people out here that need that information. There's people out here that's counting on you and you don't even know that they're counting on you until one day you don't show up or, or two days or a month. And they're like, what happened? So family, 
in my closing, I know I kept you a little bit longer than I normally do. So I'll, I'll close with this. If somebody walked up to you and asked you, what do you really want? What would you say? Some people will say, you know, I want to be rich. Okay, then what? After you're rich, then what? Then what you're going to do? You're going to just take, you're just going to not work and do anything. Some people will say, you know, I, I just, need, I just want enough just to, to, to make my, you know, make my bills and make, then what? And I didn't really get that context until I was actually reading, um, uh, in, in Luke, I don't even know the verse, but I was reading in the Bible and I was understanding that when, when Jesus asked the blind man and said, well, what do you want? A lot of times when, when you say, well, I want something, do you really truly want that? Or does it just sound good? Like you want all of this money, but then what are you going to do? So family, I challenge you to really truly examine what you really want, because when you examine what you really want, somebody, somebody giving you something you don't want is not going to phase you. Like if you really say, I really want to be, I really want a six pack. Well, that's one of my things, but I don't want it that bad. <laughs> I kind of want it. And because I kind of want it, I, I haven't made the required disciplines. And because I kind of want it, I haven't made the required uh, transitions. Yeah, I exercise. Yeah, I'm a vegetarian. I don't, you know, I don't eat meat. But I, I, to really go to that next level, I know I have to become almost a vegan to to get there. Because of the fact of, I'm. It's going to require. It's going to require something of me that. I need to push for. So eventually I, I, I will get there, but I'm, I'm asking you the question of what do you really want? And if, and I always say, if you don't know, that's great, but start working on knowing what you want because everyone will say, well, it's not, you know, once you get the money and you can do this and do that, but yeah, uh, that's great and everything. I, I want to get the money. I want to get to the bag just like everybody else. But once you get the bag, what are you going to do with it? How are you going to create more opportunities for yourself? How are you going to live your life? How are you going to improve what you, you know, uh, where you were to, to where you're going in life? I hope you enjoyed today's show. This has been another Impact Secret Podcast show. I've been your host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, that just simply means Ed. Outlasting the distractions of life on your journey towards your dreams. I'm out of here. Peace.